beautiful people. Welcome back to the Essence Podcast. And uh, how are we all feeling, people? We've got the lovely James Pritchard with us this week. Massive. Like, how are we doing? Massive. Well, I thought I'd I just had dinner, so. <laughs> dinner. What did you have for dinner? Do you know what? I actually had fish and chips, but uh, I'm not a fish person. But I really just like fish. Homemade fish and chips. Uh, homemade in the fact that I bought them from Morrison's and then cooked them up in the air fryer. So, ooh, hello. Uh, air fryer, massive. Air fryer, air fryers are great. So that's great. Honestly, honestly, that that could be a whole podcast in itself. But obviously, we're here to talk about someone else. Yeah, I think there probably are many. Um, I would just like to address the fact um, of my voice. I just think we should we should get out of the way that my voice this week is slightly croaky. Because um, building in the skyscrapers were just too good once again at ENC side, and I may have sang too loudly. Obviously, I worshipped too loudly too. Mm. I did also sing Shania Twain at the top of my voice on the Saturday night. Well, did you have a good weekend at ENC side, boys? Yeah, great time. It's honestly some of the best, like my favourite times. Water polo with the lads in the pool is is something oh. special. Lads and ladies, thank you. We you're a, oh you you are one of the lads. It's a collective noun, I would say. Okay, cool. That uh, I'm I'm in then. Okay, good. You're all out. Oh. As long as we we know that I won. Yeah, is it? I would. There's nothing that to say otherwise that you were not the overall winner. Thank you. My and side experience was lovely. It was so fun. This is an amazing time to reset and just like deepen community and deepen. Mm. Friendships is just so lovely. How about you, is it? It was. It was such a, a good weekend. Um, although, uh, Isaac Bryce, I do think you potentially contributed to ruining my weekend. Ah, uh, With your little swim hat and goggles combination. <laughs> How Julia's not got the ick from it, I I don't know. Um, uh, that is the opposite of an ick for me, seeing him in his speedos. Really? What? All is is to clarify. I was in a wet suit, and also I was, I was actually I wasn't plodding in the sea. I was swimming in the sea, and you need not two minutes. I think it was a bit excessive. It was like ten minutes. It was like up and down. You got to keep your head. Okay. Well, James, what's your biggest ick then, or Isaac? Me? Okay, so I'm quite passionate about this ick. Um, so you know, you're sat at a dinner table, maybe a restaurant or maybe at your house and you know, you're eating away and you decide you want a second helping, maybe some more vegetables, some more potatoes, maybe a bit more meat, whatever is on there. And for me, it's the people who use their fork, the cutlery they've been eating with to take up those food items and don't use a serving spoon. I'm just so, it gets me so angry and so cross. I wish, I wish the people at home could see your face because I genuinely think it's got red at the idea of someone, where do you stand on double dipping? Oh no, I, I yeah, I just sort of think you wouldn't like put your mouth just in it. Like if you went for double dipping, you wouldn't just, like lick I don't know, the the dip up and then just put the other uh, bread in your mouth. You know, it's just, it's so like, your condiment to plate and then and then food to mouth, and that is the only acceptable way. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right. What about? If, you know, even if you're with family. Oh, no. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Serving spoon all the way. What yeah. the meal's over and you're just picking? I will allow at the very end of the meal, no one else wants to eat, 
and it's just like there's an odd potato pick it up odd bit of i don't know i'm going for roast them for some reason like an odd carrot eat that that's okay that's okay at the very end when everyone's like but don't want to eat anymore but you're like okay i could eat one more potato okay wow it's a good it's a good it's fair i will give you that one what about I'm you worried. i'm now worried for my next dinner occasion with isaac <laughs> <laughs> i'm a bit offended i'm we've never been invited Oh, oh, you'll get there, don't worry, boy. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> get there, you can uh, come over and look at that. Then out this podcast. Fair, though, we, yeah. we all know if I do ever get invited to dinner, now I know that this is Isaac's eight, the first thing I will do is use my fork. Just sit my finger in it. Um, so, you know, Izzy's it. It's me in Speed A's hat and goggles. Um, James, what's the Oh, I'm going to have to say that this is one that I actually forgot about. Um, and it is long fingernails or acrylics tapping on a phone. Like when, when someone like is, is wow. ty- typing on their phone and like it's, and that you can see them like having to move their finger so they can actually like, it's just impractical and it's just like tap, 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 tap. And you're trying to talk or you're trying to listen to other people talking with you. Tap, 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 tap. And oh, I, I can't, I can't. Really? What What about like, is it specifically on the phone? You don't mind long fingernails. It's just when they're trying to do things. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind. I like acrylics, great gels. They like they all look really beautiful. Like overly long ones. Look at like, James' nail information yeah. going nail on here. Nail all the time, do you? You're a married man now. A married man. I know you, these things. You, you know all these things. Exactly. You've got to stay. You've got to stay knowledgeable. If If it's not hindering you from doing your stuff, or you don't have to go really out of your way to change your behaviour to do something, then I think that's fine. Or Obviously, if they're not audible, because nails should never be audible. They wouldn't. They wouldn't get a place on the podcast, would they not? No, hundred percent. Well, do you know what? Maybe, maybe after that that ruining thing, we should we should get on with the podcast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the only one talk and nails for the rest of the evening. Well, you never know. Right. Well, on we go, team. Onwards and upwards. Guys, enough about X for today. We are on the podcast. We've got the lovely James um, coming to us. So James, take us away. Thank you so much for having me. Absolute dream come true to be on the podcast. Uh, avid, avid listener. Um, so, so, yeah, I'm James. Uh, I am a filmmaker from Exeter. I've been living in Exeter for six months. Uh, recently married to the beautiful Lauren. Um children's worker at Exeter Network Church. She, what a dream. Uh, definitely punching. Uh, she is, she's something else. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm coming to chat about uh, fellowship today. It's something that's really close to my heart. Uh, I'm really passionate about and I'd uh, love to chat to you guys about it. Come on. So, I mean, I don't know if anyone's ever met me, I'm, I'd say I'm quite a friendly person, quite a Absolutely. Out, <laughs> outgoing kind of person. We debated. Could be debated. Um, outgoing is definitely one of the words I'd use. Um, I've got a real passion for like bringing people together um, and people engaging in non-church events. So like fellowship outside of the church. Um, I think it's really important and biblically we're told uh, to to be there for one another and stuff like that. Um, I hate to bring out the C word, but COVID has... Uh, oh, oh. COVID's taught us so much about how fellowship is important to our mental health and our well-being. Um, 
just that that time away from church was honestly some of the the worst time the, that time that i wasn't able to meet up with my friends and and oh not hugging people i don't know if you guys are huggers i'm a hugger izzy i know you're a hugger oh honestly covid was just awful because i am such a hugger and yeah yeah it was it was hard but sorry anyway yeah no izzy i i live uh, your hugs on a sunday or on a thursday it's uh it's something special I just I love a good cuddle. I just think it's such a good way to be like, I love you. I'm such a I'm such a like affirmations person as well. So mm. like a good cuddle and affirmation it's just makes the world go round. I saw it. Definitely it is. It's um it's so important to be around other Christians, I think, especially in this day and age when we've got like the internet and so much access to information and more importantly, we have access to people's opinions and as we quite, you know, rightly know, not everyone's opinion is is correct, especially when it comes to like Bible stuff, opinions and truths are very different, different kind of things. So being able to be with your your Christian peers, your friends, uh, your family, and being able to talk to each other and, you know, specifically calling each other out, saying, you know, mate, I don't think that's great, or encouraging people and saying, you know what, you're really gifted in that. Um, and being, you know, uh, trustworthy friends is is so important. And to be with like-minded people who who you trust and to build a relationship with you, you that, that can then, you know, call you out and it be encouraging and constructive is so important to have in, especially, I mean, I can see it in a university society. I I never went to university, University of Life, whoop whoop. But <laughs> uh, I can see it in the students that I'm friends with, and it's and it's so important. I think. Mm. I think this is such an interesting topic to come off this weekend into, mm, yeah. Because I think as um, Isaac actually already mentioned, like in the intro, that one of the best things about this weekend was how important just being together was. You know, both in and out of worship, I think even the times where, you know, obviously the spiritual side of the weekend was amazing or the intentional spiritual side of the weekend was amazing. So the worship, um, obviously the talks we had were just so, so blessed and so wise. Um, and obviously that's super, super important, but actually the dinner times that, you know, so often we don't have together and the beach on the Saturday or the polo in the pool on um, Saturday, like the fun times of being a community. Like, I think it's also so much to remember that God is in those moments as well. Mm. And and they're also the, the part that is strengthening the community. And therefore, it's only by strengthening the community through those moments that it's also strengthening the worship. And I just think that's super important and such a cool. I think after this weekend, this topic is so kind of topical. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it's uh, that it's it's exactly those moments that I'm passionate about. That those beach moments, those water polo moments, where you where you get comfortable with people, and that's what that's what builds fruitful relationships. I had I had two or three really impactful talks where we were just able to you know stroll down the beach and 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 people were able to confide in you, ask you questions. It's it's so important, and the Bible the Bible itself is filled with like one another moments where where God tells us to, uh, for example, He tells us to bear one another's burdens. That's in Galatians, um, 
build one another up. Thessalonians, uh, confess your sins to one another. That's in James, um, and love one another, obviously in John. There's like the Bible is full of those moments where we are called to be there for each other, just in general friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and we take it, and with, as Christians, we take it a step further because we know that we are called to love as Jesus loved, and 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 as we all know, that is such an amazing, you know, spiritual love, and it's we've we've all felt that in a in a tangible way and and we aim to you know show show that kind of love to others um and personally like my journey with fellowship is i i rely so much on my friends to call me out on my behavior um you know i can get excited as we all can but uh it's it's so important to me friends who will call me out and say you know what i don't think that was honoring god or you know you could have said this in a different way lauren does it to me all the time and i am so grateful for, for what she does um equally encouraging friends it's like you said earlier a good a good hug and an encouragement is you are one of the most encouraging people i know anytime that i've come off stage for for worship or i've or i've you know said anything or done anything you are the first to come and tell me that i'm doing a great job and you love me and how much you value our friendship and that is that warms my heart every time I think for me, though, I think this, I mean, thank you. I'm going to acknowledge that. Thank you very much. Because I just think for me, it's so important to verbalize how ace I think people are and how special I think people are. Um, And like you say, like you've already said, James, it's throughout the Bible how fellowship is important. And uh, I think so much of, I think um, Paul speaks about it, I think, about, you know, how community, a lot of what... um, Paul speaks about is about community and how we strengthen each other and how um we like yeah strengthen each other I suppose mm-hmm. and I think for me because of the background I have I am from a Catholic background and so my community within faith was was very different because often I'd go into churches that you know were quite empty and you know there's mm-hmm without going into all the the drama and beef between the churches there is a you know it's a quieter church it's it's a mm. very reserved church and my faith was not fulfilled in i wasn't i didn't feel i was like left with like this longing of of more and it's only when coming to enc i was like wow this is cool this is mm. and my faith is strengthened by the people around me and what they believe and i think that's a really I think I'll just pick up some of those points there. I think there's um, what we're sort of going into is like this idea of biblical fellowship. Because I think sometimes we see like communities outside the church, they seem, they seem great. But I think with sort of biblical fellowship and what the Bible says, it's like you're saying, if we're holding each other to accountable. We spoke about this in the last week's episode of Paddy, um, about this idea of like holding each other accountable, holding each other to the values we proclaim to have. And getting to the, the Greek. So the Greek word is better. Yeah, I'm actually, do you know what, Isaac? I'm actually so glad. I was going to say, are you going to talk about the Greek? Because we all know that I'll mess up the word. But is it like Kalonia or something? I believe it's pronounced Konyonia. Kalonia. Ah, literally. I was speaking about that this morning. Go on, Banzo. Go on, Isaac. Take it away. Take it away. Basically, it's nothing crazy, but basically all it is, it's the, the, another definition is just holding something in common. 
Mm-hmm. And I think this is where the key difference is between biblical fellowship and maybe fellowship outside the church is that we hold this thing in common that we live our lives to Christ. We just live our lives to this one guy and that's what we hold key. And that's where everything else comes out of. It says in 1 John 1, 7, that if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. The blood of Jesus, his son purifies us from all sin. And this idea of you know biblical fellowship, this is the thing we hold on to. This idea of Jesus and together that transforms our community, transforms ourselves. And that's what just flows um, from that as we hold something all in common. Yeah, and I just, it is that strengthening of both the spiritual worship as a community and also kind of the not intentional spiritual worship that's really cool because I really liked, I was also looking at the Greek before and it really reminded me of Matthew, I think it's um, Matthew 18, verse 20. Um, for For where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. And I was thinking about this, like, is Matthew here saying, you know, when we worship or when we pray and when it's, you know, really intentional worship of gathering? Or is he actually saying, which, you know, I kind of like that actually it's just people who believe and who know the truth and who know who Jesus is and who worship him, that actually is that enough for God's presence to be there, you know? Obviously, we believe that God's with us all the time, but, you know, as soon as we hang out as a group of Christians in this community, surely his faith, like, and his presence and the Holy Spirit is automatically greater. And that's a really cool thing, in my opinion. Like, and there is no way the Holy Spirit wasn't on the beach with us on Saturday Mm. or even on the dance floor on Saturday night, you know? And, And I don't know about you, but, like, in the car to and from, and, you know, like, I just think that's such a, a cool thing to think about what Matthew goes into there. Yeah. And it, it brings me on like perfectly to my next point. I think what you're saying about uh, two or three gathering in his name and, and, and what that actually meant. I think, I think it's somewhere in the middle because uh, actually when we, we do have to practice fellowship, it is a practice. It's It's so easy to sit in your dorm room or sit in your house and watch netflix and just sit there and and or you know even even not being a slob just just this doing your bible study going out to the church events that are made for you uh you know coming along to essence that's amazing coming along to a sunday that's amazing but it's in the it's in the beaches it's in the small talk it's in the coffees it's um it's all that kind of stuff that god that's where god shows up and that's the kind of that's the kind of fellowship that breeds trust and relationship and fellowship. And you really do have to practice it. So after Essence on a on a Thursday, we, we go to the pub. And yeah, sometimes we're tired. Sometimes we're not feeling it. But actually, for me, I, I if I'm even if I'm tired and people are going home, I choose to go to the pub because that's where I, I meet people, have conversations, realize we have things in common. You know, we can talk. We have those you know, talk about the essence that we've just heard. Maybe we agree on something that was said. Maybe we disagree on something that was said. And then I learn even more. And that spiritual aspect is, you know, it's really amazing. But then the whole, oh yeah, let's let's go out for a coffee and let's go, let's go, you know, be be Christians together. 
and just enjoy each other's presence as as you know jesus did with all of his friends they they met all the time they had meals together all the time in fellowship and and we know the holy spirit was there and i think yeah. you know with those ideas of like being together i think when you just look at simply jesus and disciples you know that little tight little group of you know just mates um obviously you know jesus was their rabbi teaching them but however jesus was so you know intimate with them the i got reminders when we we're just sort of thinking about this in fellowship, this is, you know, we were speaking about this before, this idea of serving and actually having a Jesus would serve them with so much compassion and love. Mm. You know, he would, you know, there's this story um, where he washes the disciples' feet. Even the disciple Judas, you know, he would betray him. Even the people necessarily in our community, he we might not really get along with. He would serve one another in compassionate love and humility. And that's to say, beautifully done with Jesus and the disciples' feet. Yeah, I was I was actually just going to say as well, like that kind of links the both of those points that I think Jesus wasn't on his own. He didn't do this teaching on his own. He found his friends. And I think we spoke about it in the podcast last week with Paddy as well, that he chose his people. He found his friends. He said, you know, come and follow me. And they did. But then they were, like you've just said, Isaac, they were a group of mates. And I also think of James's point, I think, I think Jesus would have been in the pub, you know. Mm. They would have gone to the temple and then he would have gone for a pint or he would have gone to church, he would have done some preaching, he would have gone to the pub with his mates and he would have spoken about things and he would have talked about things with both his group of people. But also it's only when you kind of leave the confines of, you know, the temple in Jesus's day or the church in our day and you go out... That, that other people kind of get involved and other people go, oh, that's cool. Like, I remember it was a couple of Thursdays back and, you know, we walked down in the massive group after Essence to the pub and I bumped into a mate and she was like, where are you all going on a Thursday night? Like, oh, we've just been to church after the pub. And she was like, what? Are you going to the pub? It's like, yeah, of course we are. And and it's funny because it starts conversations. Mm. Fellowship can lead to so much more, um, especially, you know, from from people who are maybe interested or don't know who Jesus is. I think it's such an interesting way of of getting them involved and spreading the good news too. Yeah, hundred percent. And and I think like nowadays the media makes Christians out to be either one of two people. You're either Ned Flanders or you're just a condemning person who hates every other group that's not a Christian. And that's that's the two sides that we get portrayed as, but actually, you know, present company excluded, we're all normal people. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Isaac's a bit of a weirdo, to be fair. Yeah, the the, the <laughs> cat, the cat, and the goggles. Um, can't help him. <laughs> it's um, yeah, that's it. Shows that non Christians that we actually are normal, and we're not, you know, we're not in a circle, holding hands, chanting things, and it's it's a gateway, it's a door to to bring them to Christ, to, to the church and, and for them to, you know, invite them to the pub with mixed friendship groups, invite them to the pub with your mates, and then they'll get to know them. And then when they come to church and they see already walk through the door, seeing three or four friendly faces, that is an immediate, um, just, uh, soften of the heart and it makes people feel at ease. And you can, you can do that in, in one night, you can change someone's experience at church in one night, just by saying. Let's go to the pub, my mates are coming. And I think it's one of the coolest things about this community specifically 
is how so much effort goes into the wider community in very kind of unstereotypical ways. For example, beer and carols. That was one of the most amazing nights I've ever been to. And the Holy Spirit was on fire that night. Mm. And the Essence Ball, which is such a welcoming, just bring your mate along. Come and show them who we are. Just bring them for a party. And I just think, like, Mila won't mind me saying this, but my mate Mila, um, who I think we're going to have on the podcast in a couple of weeks, like, that's how she got into this church, you know. She, so I think it's so important for us to be inviting people to be using the opportunity that we're in with this cool community where so much has been done to welcome people in in kind of non-scary ways if they find church intimidating or whatever that I think us as a community should be taking those opportunities to invite people in. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think we just sort of, we're sort of dabbling onto like the practicalities of this and I think do you guys have any sort of practical tips and stuff we can sort of help people with this idea of fellowship and how to do it well yeah um i think obviously the first step is praying um like i said it is a it is a choice and it is a practice to uh to engage in fellowship and and say to god look god i want to be in fellowship with people uh you know if you struggle with that if you are more introverted or uh you just say to God, Look, I struggle with 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 fellowship, and I would like to, I would like to grow more in that. Just ask God, but it's really it is really simple. It is just pick four people and go for a coffee. Just pick them. Look around when you're in your next social group and choose four people, and you can just have conversations because you've already got something in common. You've already got church in common, and especially choosing people who you wouldn't usually socialize with that is a real statement to say i want to spend my time with you and you've already and it's it's so nice to be asked for coffee it's so nice to be invited into someone's home where they're going to look after you um and equally if you've been asked say yes yeah. and go because you're being invited into somewhere where uh, someone is has the Holy Spirit in mind, and you're of the same, you know, you're of the same beliefs, and you can you'll quickly see the Spirit move. So I think those are good ones to go. I think just quickly as well. I think if you're one of those people who kind of at the moment doesn't feel like they're in the fellowship and they do, they're scared about it or they feel like they're on the edge or whatever. I think we've all felt like that at one point joining a new church is scary finding your feet in that church is scary but just jump in give pray like james has said and then jump take the leap of faith um and trust that both jesus and the people in this church are going to be there and mm. i think you'll find that they will be it's just scary at the start yeah i think you were talking about there james a bit earlier like this is a practice and with all mm. practices, you know, we live in a society where it's like, well, it's got to be like immediate. We've got to do this straight away. But it's actually, we grow with this together in community, in fellowship. And this is how, like, you know, we encourage you. As you were saying at the start, we encourage each other. We call each other out. And that is how we grow even deeper into this idea of becoming more like Jesus, becoming more Christ-like and bringing heaven onto earth for other people to see. Oh, yeah, non-Christians, mates, we are walking to the pub. We are out having coffee. So, Yeah. Matt. Yeah, I think that bring heaven to earth, I think is so important with fellowship as well. And yeah, what a great topic, James. Yeah. I think in the last couple of seconds I've got, I think I would say uh, along the lines of Tuesday, 
if you if you do struggle and you do feel on the edge, come chat to us. Come chat to me. Like we'll we'll yeah. we'll make I'd make it work. Often. Like yeah, me too. Like yeah, come speak to us, and there's enough people around us that will catch you. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a strong week, guys. So, so good. James, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me, having me guys. Honestly, absolute pleasure. I feel so honoured to be on this podcast. Well, we feel more honoured to have you on us because we love you, James Pritchard. Uh, no, I love you too, guys. You are gems. Come on. Go on. You can set your stupid closing. Ciao, ciao.